Dragon Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your kung fu may be good, but mine is better. A well-meaning but gullible student gets tangled up with a manipulative and ruthless student from a rival school. When an abduction puts his friends and family's lives on the line, will he rise up and become the hero they need him to be? Welcome to the Kung Fu Driving Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Vita, and this week, we hack away at The Magnificent Butcher. <laughs> the Magnificent Butcher is a 1979 film directed by Yun Wu Ping, starring Sammo Hung and Yun Biao, two of Hong Kong cinema's three dragons, who along with their good friend Jackie Chan went on to make some amazing films together. This also starred Fung Hark On, who sadly passed away earlier this year, but left an amazing kung fu film legacy behind him. With Jackie Chan having proven that kung fu and humor went together like chocolate and peanut butter with Drunken Master, Sammo Hung's The Magnificent Butcher was an attempt to capitalize on that success and really broaden the appeal of the kung fu genre. If you've never seen Sammo Hung, you wouldn't necessarily look at him and think that he's a skilled martial artist. When you look at other martial artists like Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan or Gordon Liu and so on, you notice that their bodies are lean and ripped, like you'd expect a kung fu master to be. But to put it bluntly, Sammo Hung is by comparison, a big boy. You could think of him as the Chris Farley of kung fu cinema. Now, it's not like he's sloppy and completely out of shape or anything like that, but he, he definitely looks like he enjoys his share of pork buns and beer. But if ever there was a case of not judging a book by its cover, it would be this one. The film opens up with our protagonist going through his routine in the local marketplace. He's very much a lovable goofball in town, but apparently he's got a knack for getting mixed up in bad situations. When two old-timers are engaged in a board game and they get into an argument over the rules, one of them spitefully takes a piece off the board and walks away. When the other starts to give chase, crying thief, our goofball butcher wing, steps in to be a hero and puts a vicious beatdown on the old man thinking he's doing some good, despite being asked to stop by the other player. It's a case of Butcher Wing really wanting to be the hero, but not quite knowing what it means to be one. We then get an introduction to the headmaster of a kung fu school, Master Ko, and his son, the put-upon Tai Hoi, who seems to be a perpetual disappointment to dear old dad. Lazy lout! You'll never change, you good-for-nothing! Tai Hoi is played by Fung Harkon, who does a great job playing up his lecherous, pervy role as he eyes up the beautiful Lan Xing, who we learn is his father's goddaughter, who's in town visiting for a while. Some tea, father. Meanwhile, the old man that Butcher Wing beat up, who also happens to be a student of Master Ko, hobbles in and concocts a tall tale of how Butcher Wing beat him up for no reason at all, and how he and his teacher, the legendary Wang Fei Hung, insulted Master Ko's school in the process. Wong Fei Hung said you're a coward. Said our school should be called the Five Coward School. Said that's the best way to describe our school. Huh? Wong Fei Hung, we'll see who's a coward. Of course, this riles up Master Ko, who decides that he needs to pay Wong Fei Hung a visit. At Wong Fei Hung's school, we meet the old master as he's doing two-finger push-ups with unnerving ease. He sits down to his calligraphy desk when Master Ko stomps in full of piss and vinegar, ready to exact vengeance for the insult to his school. Fight scene. Well, it's sort of a fight scene. It's one of the more imaginative fight scenes you'll ever see, for sure. Instead of these two kung fu masters throwing kicks and punches, they do battle with calligraphy brushes as the humble Wong Fei Hung tries to complete a sign he's working on. The brash Master Ko is trying to ruin the sign, 
but Wang Feihong's skill prevents his every move. It's easily the most thrilling display of calligraphy ever put on film. There's a more traditional kung fu flurry towards the end as a frustrated Master Ko resorts to trying to destroy the sign and wreck the place in the process. And despite Master Ko's attempts to thwart the sign, Wang Feihong is able to not only complete the calligraphy, but he's also able to sign it and mark up Master Ko's forehead in the process. Only at the end of the fight does Master Ko even explain why he's there in the first place. He tells of how Butcher Wing maimed one of his pupils for no reason. This angers Wang Feihong, and Butcher Wing winds up paying the price. Butcher Wing, why must you always make trouble, huh? Why do you do it? Master... Don't call me that! I'll explain. Don't bother! Not a word from you today! Butcher Wing is made to endure some penance in the form of some disciplinary kung fu poses. Sammo Hong takes this opportunity to throw in some comic relief by putting poor Butcher Wing in some unsavory scenarios. In this instance, Butcher Wing is balancing some pots on his arms and legs while standing in horse stance, and one of the pots is suspended from his teeth. And this pot becomes an impromptu urinal for a blind beggar. Of course, there's lots of unfortunate splatter. Now, while Butcher Wing is busy getting peed on, we cut to a couple walking through town asking about Butcher Wing himself. It's Wing's long-lost brother and his wife as they look to reconnect. Tai Hoi happens to be there and takes notice of the young wife with clearly dark intentions in mind. He cajoles the couple into thinking that he can lead them to Butcher Wing, but instead abducts the wife and has his men beat the husband down. We get a quick glimpse of Hung Fark on skills as he beats up the husband and throws him to his henchmen. Unbeknownst to Tai Hoi, though, Master Ko's goddaughter Lan Singh witnessed the whole sordid affair. After another short break for some comedy with some fellow students, we catch up with Tai Hoi as he's walking down an alley. The husband ambushes him and mercilessly beats him with a stick, trying to force the info on his wife's whereabouts out of him. He lays down quite a beating when Butcher Wing happens by. He calls out for the husband to stop, to which the husband responds by telling him to mind his own business, lest he get beaten down as well. Butcher Wing, of course, can't leave well enough alone and steps in to stop the husband from doing any more harm. Fight scene. In this very brief fight scene, Sammo Hung and Chang Kam, who plays the husband, show off just how quickly and deftly two larger guys can move when they know Kung Fu. Now, it's like two live-action Kung Fu pandas, but don't let that image take away from the real skill that these guys showcase. Butcher Wing gets the upper hand right away and drives off the husband, who, by the way, still has not gotten the authorities involved in the abduction of his wife. But hey, you know, maybe that's just me. Meanwhile, Butcher Wing gets acquainted with a very grateful Tai Hoi whom he just saved. Next up, we get to meet a super fun character in Beggar So, who, if you listened to episode 5 when we did The Drunken Master, we met as the man who trained Jackie Chan's younger version of Wong Fei Hung. Beggar So happens to be a very unapologetic and high-functioning alcoholic. He needs to be completely blitzed in order to do anything, and some of the stuff that he does while completely blitzed is pretty amazing. In this scene, he happens to pass a house where the husband is making preparations to hang himself. There's nothing for me. I'm no brother. I've taken my wife. What's the point in living now? After cleverly stopping the man's suicide bid, Beggarso takes it upon himself to help the husband get his wife back, after showing off a few of his still powerful kung fu skills. The next day at a local bar, Beggarso is present when Tai Hoi walks in with his minion in tow. He recognizes Tai Hoi as his target and gets set to spring his trap and hold up his end of the bargain. Fight scene. 
Instead of taking on Tai Hoi directly, Beggar So uses a lot of clever misdirection and trickery to get Tai Hoi to fight his minion. The choreography here is so much fun because Beggar So plays the minion like a marionette and gets him to kick and punch Tai Hoi exactly how he needs him to. The incensed Tai Hoi attacks pretty aggressively until Beggar So himself has to get involved, and there's a hugely entertaining fight against a rack of wine jars that features Beggar So flipping up onto and off of the racks while being able to take liberal swigs of the wine. Tai Hoi puts up a good fight, but when Beggar So can climb onto a pole and fight off of it like he's in a Vegas stripper competition, there's not much he can do. But his ever-scheming mind has it covered. Uh, oh. If you know what's good for you, you better release Cheng Yutmei. And who's Cheng Yutmei? Daddy! Oh, I haven't got it. Tell me where she is. I don't know. My big brother's taking her away. Who's your big brother? Butcher Wing. In another contrived meetup, the master manipulator Tai Hoi tells Butcher Wing that Beggar So is after his wife. Butcher Wing, of course, wants to play hero again and stand up for Tai Hoi. When Beggar So arrives for this meetup, the two have to square off. Fight scene. Beggar So and Butcher Wing get going, and this fight is heavily infused with comedy from the get-go. The fight features Beggar So cutting cheese right up against Butcher Wing's face, and lots of hilarious banter between the two as they fight. Again, there's still some great skill on display, as well as great use of props. During a final exchange, as Beggar So is sitting on a stool which is wrapped around Butcher Wing's head, Beggar So explains why he's after Wing in the first place. There's a moment of clarity for Butcher Wing as he finally understands where the, all the confusion is. Beggar So takes him back to the husband where the two share a playful family reunion, and when the ruse is finally laid out, the trio decide that they have to work together to take down Tai Hoi. Meanwhile, back at the coast school, Lance Singh tries to help Yut Mei escape from Tai Hoi's evil clutches. Unfortunately, Tai Hoi was expecting this and ruins their plans. Butcher Wing shows up a little while later with Beggar So tied up as a prisoner offering, much to the delight of Tai Hoi. The two manage to get the drop on Tai Hoi, however, and free the two ladies and hide them out in a safe house. And here is where the story of this movie really starts to pick up and get going. Hey guys, this is Bill. This is Phineas. And together, we're the Tattooed Bananas. We do a comedy podcast, and on our comedy podcast, we talk about all kinds of wacky crap, like... Nutscaping. I'll tuck you in tonight. Turning your funeral into a funeral. Can I have an ice pop? Can I have a candy? Dick fishing, furniture banging, and so much more. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and connect with us with the Potter and Family hashtag on Twitter. Yeah, don't forget to check out the Instagram. Throw a bag of bagels at someone's head. Tai Hoi, who was faking being knocked out, follows them to their hideout and begins planning his next move. Meanwhile, our motley crew of heroes are busy celebrating their escape. Lan Singh, however, is a little disdainful of her quote-unquote rescue, because after all, she wasn't the one in trouble to begin with, and she's not about to reveal herself to be Master Ko's goddaughter. Instead, she imposes herself on Butcher Wing and turns him into her de facto bodyguard. Well, you're the one who brought me here. You take care of me, because I've got nowhere to go. Huh? Oh, no, please. There's a funny little back and forth between Lan Singh and Butcher Wing as they argue about where she's going to spend the night. Butcher Wing eventually caves in and lets Lan Singh stay in his bed while he goes out for a drink, so as to avoid any notion of impropriety between them. Unfortunately, Tai Hoi is waiting nearby, and as they leave, he walks into Butcher Wing's house and assaults Lan Singh brutally, and tries his hardest to rape her. She puts up a fight, but Tai Hoi is just too strong as he throws her into Butcher Wing's bed. 
Her incessant screaming draws some unwanted attention, so in an attempt to silence her, Tai Hoi presses a pillow to her face and inadvertently suffocates her to death. Tai Hoi arranges her body in Butcher Wing's bed and hightails it out of there, but unbeknownst to him, an eyewitness stumbled upon the scene and found his inscribed ring on the floor of the house. Back at Ko's house, Tai Hoi launches his next campaign of lies to frame Butcher Wing for the murder of Lan Sing. Father, Butcher Wing just broke in and kidnapped Shing. <clears throat> Couldn't stop him, his gung fu's too good. I followed them and he took her home. I came back to get some help. Oh, Butcher Wing, how dare you give me trouble again? Come on! Butcher Wing stumbles back to his house after a night of drinking and climbs into bed to find Lan Sing's corpse. As he's about to call the police, Tai Hoi and Master Ko bust into his house and accuse him of murder. Without any options, Butcher Wing attacks Tai Hoi and holds him hostage long enough to make his escape from the crime scene. Master Ko lets him leave, but makes a beeline for Wang Feihong's school where he thinks Butcher Wing will go for refuge. Upon arriving at the school, Master Ko commits a great insult to the school by taking down their sign and destroying it. Yun Biao and Wai Pei are left to deal with the trespassers when they refuse to leave. Fight scene. Now we get a more traditional and massive fight scene here as Yun Biao and Wai Pei take on some co-henchmen. Biao takes on a guy using what appears to be a weaponized fan of some sort. Biao never gets much recognition for his skill, but this scene showcases a lot of what made him such a contributor to the success of the Three Dragons. He's super quick and graceful in his incredible footwork and balance while working this fight. He eventually disarms the henchman of his fan and uses it in a fantastic sequence as he drops the fan only to reveal his foot at the ready, face high to the henchman, which he then rotates and slaps him with it as if he's insulted his honor. Wai Pei, meanwhile, is locked in combat with a guy using a staff. This guy is very vocal as they fight, squealing and panting like a monkey, apparently with good reason. The monkey upper stick. Magic monkey. This is a frantically fit... This is a frantically paced fight with some great acrobatics. Wai Pei manages to get his hands on a sword and starts to really give the monkey fighter trouble. Back with Yun Biao, his opponent has resorted to popping some hidden knives at his elbows to try and end this fight. Biao is too smart for him, though, and keeps him at a distance with some well-placed kicks. In a very cool sequence, Biao kicks his jacket up and simultaneously punches his opponent in the face as he's slipping the jacket onto his shoulders and finishes his battle. Wai Pei gets the drop on Monkey Man, but... Master Ko steps in for his turn. Yun Biao pops out and there's a two-on-one happening, but Master Ko shows off the skills befitting a Kung Fu school headmaster. He's about to unleash the Cosmic Palm technique on a prone Yun Biao when Butcher Wing arrives and throws himself into the mix and takes the devastating palm strike to his body instead. Fearing for their friend's life, the students decide to run and fight in another day and try to find help for Butcher Wing. Will our Wing be alright? Hey, don't you worry, he's not gonna die. <laughs> Hey, I, I will look after him. You better go and tell Master Wong what has happened here. After being stabilized by Beggar So, Butcher Wing wakes up to lots of regret over not being able to stand up to Master Ko. Beggar So offers to train Butcher Wing up to help him heal and get better at his Kung Fu. Butcher Wing readily accepts and begins a training regimen that involves breaking bamboo poles, a weighted horse stance, and lots of strengthening exercises. Back at Ko's school, Master Ko is hell-bent on vengeance. Wildcat! No matter what, you bring him back to me, dead or alive! After a long day of training, Butcher Wing and Beggar So retreat to a safe house where Beggar So passes out in another drunken stupor. Just when Butcher Wing is ready to relax, out pops the strangest fighter yet, the Wildcat. Fight scene! 
The wild cat uses what can only be described as rabbit house cat style as he howls his way through some rapid fire kicks and punches with startling speed. He very much moves like an angry house cat, complete with scratches and leg whips. The wildcat's incredibly agile and light on his feet and doesn't think twice about leaping and flipping through the air as offense and defense. He even leaps backwards onto Butcherwing's head, then off of him, only to grab onto a pole and then scramble up to a beam on the ceiling, all while scratching at himself like he has fleas or something. This fight scene is so good because it's incredibly dynamic and non-stop. Butcherwing eventually wises up to the attacks and starts taking away key advantages of the Wildcat until he's out of options. Using his newly acquired skills, Butcherwing is able to defeat the cat with some help from a rejuvenated beggar so. In a local casino, the eyewitness who found Tai Hoi's ring spots Tai Hoi at a table and looks to parlay his trinket into some cash. Tai Hoi plays along for a bit, only to try and kill the eyewitness for attempting to blackmail him. The eyewitness gets a knife to the belly, but manages to knock Tai Hoi away and escape to Butcher Wing's house. Butcher Wing's brother and his wife are there to receive him, and with his dying breath, the eyewitness reveals that Tai Hoi was the one who killed Lan Sing. It's the last thing he says as Tai Hoi shows up to finish the job and try to retrieve his ring from Wing's brother. <laughs> That's right. I killed Ah Sing, so what? I don't care if you know the truth. Because you'll be dead before you can tell anyone. Fight scene. Tai Hoi unleashes some brutal fury on Butcher Wing's brother as he tries to get his ring back. He breaks out his knife and hacks and slashes away. The brother gets the ring to his wife and implores her to find Butcher Wing. Tai Hoi's ferocity is on full display here as he does what he has to to get to that ring. He fatally stabs Wing's brother while he tries to give his wife time to get away and find Butcher Wing. Yut Mei does reach Butcher Wing while he's training with Beggar Stowe and delivers the grim news. They rush back to the house to find his brother's lifeless body splayed on the floor. As Yut Mei sobs over her husband's body, Butcher Wing shakes with rage and has only one thing on his mind. Go! Die! Go die! Tai Hoi is celebrating at a restaurant with a bevy of women when Butcher Wing shows up, ready to avenge his brother's death. Fight scene! Butcher Wing wastes no time as he lays waste to anyone in his path. Tai Hoi attempts to use a table to block the advancing wing, but he punches right through the wood and catches Tai Hoi full in the gut. Tai Hoi slips out a knife, but it is no use against the rage-fueled wing. Wing devastates Tai Hoi, throwing him through walls and breaking tables against him. Tai Hoi pleads for his life, and Butcher Wing seems to acquiesce for a moment, but instead, he uses the funeral marker for his brother like a bat to Tai Hoi's head and gives his brother one last chance to get his revenge. Meanwhile, Master Ko is left now to grieve and plot his next move as he looks upon a funeral marker for his son. A whole lifetime. My only son dead. Butcher Wing. You swine, you murdered him. Son, I won't rest till I've ripped his black heart out. I'll avenge you. Every day, whether you realize it or not, you're moved by the power of visual communication. And that's by design. At Tinbox Marketing Solutions, the goal of that design is to bring effective communication to a myriad of people through shape, color, texture, and sound. Tinbox is a creative services group located in Los Angeles, California, by way of New York City. Their clients include La Tigre, Konami, Pony Footwear, and comedian Jerry Seinfeld. For the bleeding edge in graphic design and print services, 
Don't think outside the box. There is no box. TinBoxSolutions.com While on a homecoming mission with a new school sign under his arm, Butcher Wing is hoping that he'll be able to avoid any further browbeating from Wong Fei Hung. As he and Beggar So approach the school, they find that Master Ko is waiting on the front steps for one final battle. Final fight! Ko and Wing get busy with another rapid-fire hard-strike fight, with each combatant calling out the style they use at any given time. Beggar So chooses to sit on the sidelines and drink while giving advice to Wing as he tries to counter the powerful fighting techniques of Ko. Watching Sammo Hung work is just amazing. He may not be as delicate or as fluid as, say, a Jet Li, but he certainly looks like he could keep up with anyone in the Kung Fu game. Together, they go through fists like Steel Palm, Dragon, Crane, Foaming Sea, Tidal Wave, and so on in an epic display of skill. Wing has to resort to using Tai Hoi's Altar Plate as a shield, which Ko can't bring himself to hit. When it gets shattered, Ko goes into a blind rage and things look bad for Wing. Beggar So has to step in and take a direct palm strike from Ko to his own palms. This diffuses Ko's power and puts him and Wing on more even ground. Wing presses the advantage and begins to slowly dismantle Ko until he lands a hard strike to Ko's chest, putting him down for the count. In a very weird ending, Wing is recuperating from the fight as Ko is writhing on the ground and Wang Fei Hung is making his way back to the school. A panicked Wing rushes to hang up the new school sign when Wang Fei Hung spots Ko on the ground and orders him to be helped up. He then dresses down Wing for being a troublemaker and for getting his school sign broken. When Wing assures him that he's had the sign replaced, Wing reveals the new placard only to show that it's been hung upside down. This, of course, doesn't make Wang Fei Hung happy, and the last scene that you see is Wang Fei Hung about to strike Butcher Wing in the head with his fan. All in all, it's a movie that starts off very slowly and ramps up to some dark stuff, only to wrap up with some light fluff again. Sammo Hung is awesome to watch, though, and it's a good change of pace from the regular Kung Fu flick. That's going to be all we have time for today. Sorry this episode was so late, everybody, but I was away for the weekend running the Star Wars 5K and 10K to score some sweet Star Wars medal action. I will try to get back on track this weekend with another episode as early as this Friday. And also, the show is now available on Google Play Music, so I'll post that link in the show notes as well. Please take some time out if you can to rate and review us in both iTunes and Google Play. That would be awesome. And in the meantime, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and the blog, and I will catch you all later. Peace, everybody.